We're going to start talking now about the Svarim of the Tzemach Sedek. Before his Yistalkos, the Tzemach Sedek once commented about the incredible feat of Rabbi Yisaf Karay, the Beis Yisaf, the one who wrote the Shulchan Aruch. How did he have time to write all his Svarim? By the way, it's interesting to point out, Tzemach Sedek's yard site is Yud Gimel Nisan. Rabbi Yosef Kari's yard site is Yud Gimel Nisan. Stop, just saying it. Anyways, so how did he have time to write all this for him? He was the rub of the city of Tzvas, and he was occupied with all these community obligations, and yet, despite all this, he wrote three huge svarim that are basically used till today. So you have, first of all, he wrote the Beis Yosef, he wrote the Shulchan Aruch, and he wrote a Pirushan. And he, wrote, he wrote the Magid Mishnah. So the Tzemach said, can answer his own question. He said, because the truth is, if someone has a real desire, you'll find time for it. So the thing could be asked of the Tzemach Sadek, he is 76 years of life, and with all the community things that he had to take care of, how did he have time to write as much as he did? In his lifetime, he filled 60,000 contrasen. So a contras is basically an oversized page folded over twice, like one, two, to make eight pages, eight sides. Um, uh, with his halachas, uh, his writings on chassidus and halacha. Now, since each book had eight pages, so if you're able to write 60,000 of them, that's 480,000 pages. So if, for example, let's say he wrote 300 days a year for 60 years. Now, why are we saying 300 days a year? Because you have, you have automatically 52 Shabbosim, right? Then you also have Yom Tovim. So right there, there's no way you're, you're, you're writing. It has to be, it can't be more than that, right? So you're writing 300 days a year. For 60 years, let's say he started at the age of 16, even though we know he started really a little bit earlier. Now that would be a total of 18,000 days of writing. This would mean that he wrote an average of almost 27 pages a day. A day. Um, now his writings are divided into three main groups. You have Chassidus that he wrote. So we have today over 60 svarim of his in Chassidus. Uh, then there's Halacha, which Kahas uh, just reprinted. They didn't do it over again. They only did a bit of it. It used to be a seven-volume set. Now it's, uh, they split one of them in two. Eventually, they'll finish redoing the entire thing, and it will probably be 14, 15 Svarim. And then is, there's his Chidushim, like original thoughts on Gemara, which unfortunately, only one volume was ever printed. I don't know why, if it's difficult. I, I, I don't know that. Anyways, and we said, that is just a small part of what he wrote. Right, we said he wrote this, uh, what was it, uh, 2,000 pages on the, the Aguna, on, on all the halachashahs of Aguna, which is destroyed. So how did he have time to do it? The Tzemach Sadek answered his own question, because if you really want to do something, you'll find the time. Um, so, 
while many of the Svarim of the Tzemach Tzedek were eventually published, the vast majority, meaning whatever was published, that is only a small amount of what he really wrote. It was destroyed in different fires throughout the, that happened in Lubavitch over the years. Now, what caused him the most pain, we said earlier, was the loss of uh, the Alter Rebbe's missing Simonim from the Shulchan Aruch that he completely rewritten, and also the 2,000-page uh, like uh, Sefer on uh, Agunus. Um, took him, it took him uh, many years to write it, and then he was reviewing it for five years. And then it got burnt. So it was all for, you know. Um, also, the 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 Tzemach the, Sedek had a pirush on every single Mishnah and Shas. Could you, could you imagine that if we had a pirush of the Tzemach Sedek on Mishnayis? But unfortunately, almost all of it got burnt and destroyed. So these are the published svarim of the Tzemach Sedek. So you have Derech Mitzvah Yisecha. Uh, which is also called the Sefer HaMitzvah of the Rebbe, the Tzemach Sadek. The Tzemach Sadek basically explains about 40 mitzvahs. It could be at one point there were more than 40 mitzvahs, but they got burned. Um, and, he, and he explains it mixing up like Nigla, Kabbalah, Hasidus, and, and bringing it all together as one. Now, in addition to the mitzvahs, he has like a part two of the, of the Derech Mitzvah Secha which is like a, basically a mimer explaining davening. It's called Shredish Mrs. Atfila, 49 prakim long. Very, very large. He started writing that when he was about 16 or 17 years old. That's, that's the mimer that Rebbe Tzinchai Mushka gave to the Alter Rebbe that caused the Tzemach Sadek to want to divorce her. So it was this, it was the Shredish Mrs. Atfila. Um, another one of the maimorim that are there is called Ha'amana Selikus, right? The mitzvah of believing in Hashem, which I'm actually in the middle of learning right now in the mornings. Uh, like it, sa- it seems like a simple thing, right? Oh, you believe in Hashem. Really? Sounds simple? The Tzemach wrote 25 pages. And when I say pages, I mean like small print, large page type of pages. Um, then there's another sefer called Derech Emunah which the Tzemach Tzedek wrote to prepare for the conference of 1943. Oyer HaToyra, 1843, you're right. Oyer which includes my Marim on Tanakh, and the Torah Nevi'im Ksuvim, the five Megillahs. So that has over 40 volumes. They just reprinted that also a few years ago. They did put the whole set like with nice new covers. Um, but Tehillim, all his explanations on Tehillim are printed in a separate sefer called Ya'el Er. Then there's Sefer Alikutim, which is sort of like an encyclopedia. You know what an encyclopedia is? No. So an encyclopedia is like, it will say a word and it, will, it won't just give, it's not like a dictionary that says an explanation. So it will say, let's say, I'm just giving an example, Lubavitch. And it will explain what is Lubavitch, how many people live there, the history of the town. Right? Then let's say it will say the word Hasidus, and it will give that, it will explain it. Um, and that's 27 volumes. Also reprinted recently. Uh, then there's the Shaios of Chuvas of the Tzemach Tzedek, six volumes. Uh, Piske Dinim is his, uh, his, uh, his halachas, like, like, uh, that he gave a psak on. 
Um, then there's a sefer that I actually, I myself received from the Rebbe, that was made, it was written by the Tzemach Tzedek, Kitsurim V'ha'arois L'sefer Hatanya, which is basically a kitzer of Lukut Amarim. Did you know that Tzemach Tzedek wrote such a sefer? Right? So, it's a, some of you might have it in your house if your father got it from the Rebbe. Um, it's like a light blue book. Your father got it from the Rebbe? Wasn't your father living in France at the time? No? In America? He was born in France. Oh. Your father was probably living in England, right? Maybe, yeah, but he came to America. Oh. Where's my father? I got one, so yeah. Anyways, um, the Rebbe gave it out. It was Erev Reish Hashanah of Tavshin Nun. So I was, Baruch Hashem, alive, and I... Was able to get one. That was in, in commemoration of the 200th birthday, to, to, like of, of the Tzemach Sedek, born era of Rosh Hashanah. Um, okay, moving on to his takanis that he that he made over the years. Well, the, the main one that we keep till today that it's better to eat in order to daven than to daven in order. To eat. Right? This is the Hayyim Yoyim for Yud Shvat. Right? Rabbits and Rivka was sick, and the doctors told her that she needs to eat right away in the morning. But she didn't want to eat before davening, so what did she do? She, start, she said, I'll wake up early. So she started waking up early. But Tzemach Sedek, her father in law, found out about it and he said, No, 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 you're not allowed to do that. Because now you're going, to make, you're going to become more sick by, because you're waking up early. So he said it's better to eat in order to daven than to daven in order to eat. Right? That's why we have this concept called Mizaynais Farin Davening, right? You have Mizaynais before davening. Many other people think we're nuts for having such a minute, by the way. They think it's against halacha because really you're not supposed to eat before davening. Right? That, that is the halacha, Jogunarach. But the Tzemach Sedek was very clear about it. That if what, what's going to happen if you don't eat before davening? Are you going to daven with more concentration or less concentration? Yes. If you don't eat, you're going you're gonna to be thinking about, I can't wait to eat the chalent, right? Also, you're going to be davening much faster because I can't wait to eat the chalent, right? But if you just have a little chalent before davening, you don't have to have chalent. It could be anything, whatever. No, the, the point is, Right? That we eat something, especially on Shabbos morning when you're davening later. Right? On a regular morning, let's say, I don't eat usually before davening on a regular morning because I'm done davening by 8 o'clock. Um, moving on. Uh, his minhagim that he had. Um, so for the haftaira, the tzemach tzedek would use a regular safer tanakh. He wouldn't use a lot of shuls. Sometimes you go, like I think Aguda, for example, on, on Parkites. They use a a cloth, like a like a like they have a Torah, right, with a written on cloth. So they have also Nevi'im written on cloth. Yeah. So so um, so so they use that to read Haftarah. They read Haftarah from there. So that's not they, he didn't do that. That was not his minug. Um, he would also he 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 had a minug of waking up early in the morning. 
the Tzemach Tzedek would also learn out loud in like a singing tune type of thing. Um, the Tzemach Tzedek used to keep gold coins on his table. And he once explained that the approach of someone who owns gold is to look at everything in, in, a, in, a, in a broad way. So you think broadly on a large scale. So too, when you have it on his table, it allowed him to learn in a broad way, he was able to think much deeper. Moving on to his Nagunim. Um, so you have Ashrei Shaloyishkacheka. Ashrei Shaloyishkacheka. We sing it on uh, um, Yom Kippur, I think. Anyways. Um, I'm sorry, Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, not Yom Kippur. Then there's another one, Odiani Hashem Kitsi, Ta'ayo Tareg, Alafike Moim, Ke'ayo Tareg, Alafike, because there's another Ke'ayo Tareg from the Alter Rebbe, which is different, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's from the Alter Rebbe. Then there's the, more, the most famous one is Yemin Hashem Remeima. Um, then there's, then there's Nigant Vekus. And then there's Nigin Ishtarchus. It's a Nigin he would sing whenever he would visit the grave of his mother. Um, Nigin Ishtarchus goes. Right, so that's the Nigin, very long Nigin, very beautiful Nigin also. Right, so we're going to begin. We only have another minute. We're going to begin, or three minutes, uh, the, the family of the Tzemach Tzedek. So the, we'll start with the father. So the Tzemach Tzedek's father was Reb Shalom Shachne Altshuler. That was his last name. Ben Reb Noyach. So after he passed, uh, uh, Reb Noyach and his wife both passed away very young. So the Altarebbe brought their orphan son into his house and raised him as their own child. So when Reb Shalom Shachne came of age, the Altarebbe arranged that he should marry his second daughter, Rebbe Sintavor Leo. And they married sometime around 1780, and nine years later they were benched with their only child, uh, Menachem Mendel, Samach Three years later, on some Gedalia, 1792, so Rebbe Sintvorleya passed away, as we know. She gave her life for the Rebbe and for Chassidus. And he continued to live with the Alter Rebbe for a few years until the Alter Rebbe encouraged him to get remarried. And he married Rivka. So now Rivka became the stepmother of the Tzemach Tzedek. And she was the daughter of the Tzedek Rebbe Aaron of Karlin. Um... And he, and he basically, he moved out of Liyajna. However, he moved to Karlin, basically. Um, even after he remarried, he stayed very close to the Alter Rebbe. In, eight, in 1786, he was the one, together with the Chassid Rebbe, Mordechai Alevi Gorovitch, that took responsibility for getting the Tanya printed. A few years later, when the Alter Rebbe was involved and instrumental in uh, printing the the first edition of the Slavita Shas and the Tor Shulchan Aruch. So the Shalom Shachna helped with that as well. 
he and the Alter Rebbe's brother Mordechai, they traveled to Berdichev to get the Rebbe Yitzchak of Berdichev to agree that no one should be able to print the Shas for 25 years. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't live a long life, and he was Nifter in 1806. He was about 41 years old. And at that time, the Tzemach Tzedek was only 16 when his father was Mistalik, passed away. Now, we should note that Reb Shalom Shachne was a direct descendant of Reb Yechiel Hillel ben David Altshuler, who wrote Metzudas David and Metzudas Tien, that you see in your uh, Yeshua Shaiftim. Um, so this, the, the Metzudas David, was a direct descendant of David HaMelech, and it's because of this that the Tzemach Tzedek and the Rebbe as well, are direct descendants of David HaMelech because they're not direct descendants from the Alter Rebbe. Okay, we'll stop there for today.